Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check us out online at cruiseradio.net. On this show, Doug is going to talk to Barry Valdrin, who is a cruise industry journalist. He produces the popular talk show Cruising Authority, found at cruisetalkshow.com. He'll talk about his recent sailing aboard Queen Mary 2. But first, Stuart Shiron, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Norwegian Cruise Line revealed more on their upcoming Norwegian breakaway today. Uh, uh, This time it was the spa and fitness center. How's it look? Well, it looks pretty good, and from what it sounds, from everything that we're reading, when the ship debuts in April of 2013, uh, it, it, uh, like Royal Caribbean, will have a two-story spa facility, but uh, they are going to have allegedly the first ever salt room at sea, huh. so if you like to have uh, salt in the room, uh, <laughs> yeah. you really enjoy it. All uh, right. <laughs> I love salt. Yeah, hey, salt, uh, that, that's terrific, and uh, they're also, you know, making some uh, very interesting medical claims now. Uh, NCL, I guess they their, their medical team is making some claims, but uh, it is going to be housed in a two-story, 23,000-square-foot facility, and it sounds uh, really nice. Uh, they're going to, you know, it's going to be uh, a very uh, tranquil experience in their Mandara Spa, and thermal suite, and um, you know the guests are going to really enjoy it, and it'll have a, of course, continuing with the the New York flavor. But uh, what's very interesting is uh, uh, they claim that the salt room therapy has been quote proven to alleviate respiratory and skill ailments, strengthening the immune system, promoting better sleep, and have a long term positive impact on overall lung function. Sounds nice. Carnival's third quarter earnings were announced this week. Uh, Stuart, how, how did the company fare overall with fuel prices and the accident earlier this year? Are they rebounding? Well, rebounding, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you, when, when you look at the results, they were down 8% in revenues. They went from 5.1 in, at the same time in 2011 down to $4.7 billion. Uh, but uh, when you look at their uh, net revenues, uh, they, they went from $1.3 billion down to $1.2 which means that uh, they've made a lot of very good cost-cutting um, measures and adjustments uh, and that uh, fuel actually has helped them. Uh, you know, they do hedge some of their fuel costs, but uh, there has been a surge in bookings over the past six weeks uh, on, their, on their various brands, uh, which really says that there's a continued confidence in cruising. You know, cruising has continued to do well you know, uh, throughout, and what a lot of people are forgetting is you know, the thing that has really hit the cruise lines the most. It's not the accident. It's the European economy. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, the ships have been sailing full. It's always a question of at what price and ticket prices and bookings are on the rise. Very good. Royal Caribbean serenade of the seas is ending cruises in Dubai. Is that just a lack of interest? And, and I, did I read where uh, serenade is going to be moved to New Orleans for 2013 to 14? It will. And, um, I mean, you can only surmise, I mean, you look at the pricing that overall demand for the Dubai cruises uh, has been on the decline. Royal Caribbean's only been out there for two years. This will be the third season that they've uh, attempted it. It just hasn't picked up. North Americans don't cruise to Dubai, um, and uh, the Europeans uh, have you know really kind of backed off. So Royal Caribbean needs the ship because they're going to be getting rid of Monarca to seas uh, out of Canaveral, bringing in um, uh, Enchantment, 
of the season, moving in Grandeur into Baltimore. But once we get that uh, little shuffle game out of the way, um, uh, Mariner of the Seas, which is going to be in New Orleans this year, is being moved to Asia to uh, accompany uh, Voyager of the Seas. So they needed a, they needed another ship. Serenade of the Sea, uh, the, the, the Dubai cruises wasn't faring very well. Uh, I think pricing right now on a seven-night cruise is only from five ninety-nine. So they figured, hey, we could do better. Let's bring it back to the U.S. We need a ship in New Orleans. Uh, sorry, um, you know, our, 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 you know, sorry to uh, Mobile, Alabama. It didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, the Cruise Lines International Association, or CLIA, uh, and the European Cruise Council announced a change in lifeboat training. What was it, and will it have any effect on passengers? Well, what what they're doing is. All of the drills, when they have to essentially go through the full drills, when the crew, this really only has, this only pertains to crew, when they bring the boats down into the water, um, instead of having a skeleton crew, they will have a full crew to um, simulate a, a full lifeboat, uh, you know, uh, drill where, you know, let's say they were passengers. So they are going to have crew members that will have to uh, be in the lifeboat versus uh, just the skeleton drills that they currently use. Uh, will that have any impact? No. A Holland America ship failed a recent health inspection from the United States Center for Disease Control. Well, it's it's, it's shocking because uh, you know Sabine Dam since 1996 has had passing scores on 32 inspections, um, but uh, you know she is a 16 year old ship and uh, she wound up you know a passing grade is 86 to 100 and Veen Dam wound up at 77. And some of the uh, things they were, you know, some of the things they were cited with were pretty shocking. But, uh, uh, you know, allegedly it has, they, you know, the measures have been uh, corrected. And, uh, you know, they're just waiting for uh, a reinspection. And uh, they should do uh, ex- exceptionally well, as always. How often are ships inspected by the Twice CDC? A Twice a year. Okay. Carnival Dream was back in service on Saturday after, after a two-week Fun Ship 2.0 dry dock. Was it a success, and what are the new offerings? You know, she is the third ship to go under the knife, uh, under the uh, Carnival uh, 2.0, which, as I've always said, is more like a 3.0 because it's, you know, it's so far advanced. But uh, keep in mind that uh, what they did on this, on Dream, is they, they're not putting the whole gamut of the Fun Ship uh, on there. Uh, it's not going to have the... Um, Guy Fieri Burger, uh, you know, the burger joint. But uh, they are having uh, the Red Frog Rum Bar, the Blue Iguana, Punchliner, Comedy Club by George Lopez, and the uh, DJ Iree um, music uh, group, where, uh, you know, they're having more fitting music versus, uh, uh, you know, the, the traditional uh, elevator music that uh, had been played on cruise ships in the past. Right. But uh, ship's fine. Ship's doing really well. She'll do very, you know, she's going to do exceptionally well up there in Canaveral. And uh, the next one to go under the knife is Carnival Conquest uh, in the middle of October for two weeks. Very good. We have a listener question from Facebook fan Dale Rodriguez. The wife and I are planning a Mediterranean cruise for next year, and Egypt is on our list. With the unrest and protests over there, is it safe to even consider Egypt at this point? Well, I'd say right now, I mean, there are a few cruise lines that have it, they're uh, on their itineraries, and it's kind of a wait and see. Uh, within the last you know, week, a uh, couple of cruise lines, actually now it's up to four cruise lines, have uh, pulled out of Egypt uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, you know, you could go ahead and you could book it, and you could see what, what happens uh, out there, but uh, there, is a, there is a strong possibility that 
uh, you know, because of continued unrest and violence in the area, that uh, the cruise lines uh, will, uh, you know, could make a, uh, a last-minute itinerary change, and you, you may be disappointed. But uh, I mean, now, you know, now is not the, is certainly not the time to to be heading, uh, you know, to you know some of these countries. Uh, Tunisia is is another one. Um, it's, it's just not. I mean, the cruise lines are not going to risk the passengers or the ship safety. Uh, to, you know, to go to these kinds of regions, considering uh, the violence that's been uh, going on. So, you know, as far as next year, who knows? But uh, if that's something that you do want to visit, you know, go ahead and make the plans. But note that they may make uh, itinerary changes. All right. Very good. Thank you, Stuart. You bet. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. TripInsurance.com. Joining us now on Cruise Radio is Barry Vaudrin, and he had the chance to sail on a ship that I've dreamed about sailing on for years, um, the Queen Mary II, a Cunard ship. And First off, Barry, welcome to Cruise Radio. Doug, it's great to be on your show once again. Yeah, I know. We sailed together, I think, in December, like middle of December or something. So you sailed on the uh, Queen Mary II, you and your wife did, and you embarked out of uh, New York, and then you went over to Southampton. And so much to cover here. Let's just start with the basics. Uh, embarkation, how was that? Embarkation really was a breeze. Actually, the ship cruises out of Brooklyn now, out of the Brooklyn Terminal. And they have it set up just for the Queen Mary II, practically. Um, they have. Uh, we were in the uh, Princess Grill, and so they have private VIP entrance uh, boarding uh, for Princess Grill passengers and Queen's Grill passengers. So that was really slick. Um, but we got right on the ship and um, went into our uh, suite, and it was just uh, my wife gasped when she first walked into the room because it was nice. so beautiful. You said you were in the Princess Grill, so that makes me kind of think there are categories or classes on this ship. Is that right, or am I thinking way too Titanic? Well, <laughs> it's not like Titanic. It's not like the old days where they had uh, classes, first, second, third class, or tourist class, or whatever. It's it's just like today's ships have categories, different s- stateroom categories, different like a grand suite or owner suite. Right, right. Well, the Queen Mary Two is broken into three main categories. There's the Britannia restaurant passengers, which is the 
the bulk of passengers. Okay. And then there's the Princess Grill and Queen's Grill, which are smaller groups, and they dine in separate dining rooms. Mm-hmm. Now, with the three different groups of guests, do they all, throughout the cruise, mingle with each other, or do they kind of stay in their own little area? Because I know, like Norwegian, with Norwegian Epic, they have their... Um, their haven up there, and the guests never leave the haven because it's like a ship within a ship. MSCs the same way. Is Cunard like that too? Well, it, it, it's similar. Most of the passengers uh, can mix together. That that's not a problem. But there are Princess and Queen's Grill. There's a Princess and Queen's Grill lounge, mm-hmm. which is exclusive only to those passengers. Did you know that the drummer from Blink One Eighty Two? Ever since his um, plane wreck, his jet crash, and he almost died, um, he doesn't fly anymore over to Europe. He takes the, the Queen Mary 2 back and forth from Southampton to New York when he travels, and they actually accommodate him, and they give him his own drum, because he's a drummer for Blink-182, so they give him his own little drum room all off to the side. It's kind of cool. I just learned that the other day. I had no clue. Where did you hear that? Because I was told that by the chef on the Queen yeah. Mary 2. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was someone who was actually on a sailing, and they said he was on his sailing, one of the music execs or something like that I was talking to. But, yeah, it's it's pretty cool because he's afraid to fly. He takes the ship back and forth. Well, and and that's what's unique about Queen Mary, too. It's transportation. It's it's just like it was in the old days of the liners where they use it as transportation to get from... You know, one side of the Atlantic to the other side of the Atlantic. But there are a, a number of famous celebrities that use the Queen Mary 2 or used to use the QE2 to get across the Atlantic. Well, George uh, Bush was on it recently. He, we were on two weeks after he was on okay. it. Um, and on our crossing, the Prince of Abu Dhabi was on board oh, wow. who dined in the same dining room. The Queen Mary 2, yeah, it's a fabulous ship, and it, it really brings back an era of luxury that we, you just don't see too much anymore. Because when you're sailing a crossing like that, you're not on it for ports. You're basically there to embark in New York or Southampton and get across the other across the Atlantic, right? Right, right. You know, it's, uh, I, I remember being on the QE2. When I worked on the QE2, there was a, a group that always traveled by the QE2 across the Atlantic, the Cure. The, the group, yeah. The Cure. And I, I didn't know who they were, but I did meet them and talk with them and found that that was fascinating that they would cross on the QE2 because they didn't like to fly. Um, Neil Diamond, he was on the QE2. And yes, a lot of celebrities cross the Atlantic on Queen Mary 2 still. You know, it's it, it, the Queen Mary 2 transatlantic is a unique experience. There's a legacy behind it. There's history behind it because that's the way the people used to get, you know, that was the only way to get across the Atlantic. So there's so much history um, to to an Atlantic crossing, which makes it so much different than a cruise. In fact, you don't call it a cruise. Mm-hmm. You call it a crossing. So it's very important to, not to cross words there right. because it, <laughs> it truly is. It's a crossing and it's very unique because um, there's there's an energy on board that is unique to a crossing across the Atlantic because there's a camaraderie sure. among the passengers. They're they're accomplishing something. They're getting from point A to point B across the pond, so to speak. So it's it's very unique experience. You were mentioning the restaurants. Um, how was the food on board? Princess Grill, Queen's Grill, um, is the finest dining at sea. They will go. They'll bend backwards and forwards to to bring you whatever you want. My wife, for example, the first day that we got in our um, got to our table, um, I told the waiter that my wife likes sweet tea a certain way. 
because they didn't the, the sweet tea that they had or the tea they had on the ship just wasn't the way she liked it so they brewed every day special sweet tea just for my wife wow and brought it to her every single meal that we had that's so cool when I think of entertainment for these crossings, as you said, um, is it more along the lines of like ballroom dancing and such, or are there Broadway shows like you find on other liners? Queen Mary 2 has some of the best entertainment, as more entertainment than your typical cruise ship. The reason why is because there, there are so many hours of the day to, to uh, try to entertain the passengers. I mean, for six, seven days... You're at sea. Sure. There's nothing else to do. So the ship has bigger spaces for to wander, uh, more places to go in the ship, uh, more activities, and there's constantly shows. Now, the shows are, are Broadway-type production shows. Mm-hmm. Their um, theater is fantastic. Now, one thing that the Queen Mary 2 has that, that no other ship has and that's a planetarium. You can actually sit in and watch a planetarium show. Oh, cool. There's this huge planetarium dome that lowers down over the seats, and, and they bring out the stars, and they bring out, like, the... It's really incredible. Is that in the main show theater? No, it's a separate... It's called Illuminations. It's okay. a separate room for lectures and planetarium shows. And Is it free? It is. It's all included. They also have 3D programs, too. Movies, 3D, cool. 3D movies. Back to the dining for a second. Are there specialty restaurants on there? Well, there's there's basically the Britannia restaurant, the which queen, is the, the main the dining, main room. dining okay. room, which is a really wonderful dining room. My my wife and I ate in there one uh, day for lunch because I wanted to eat in there. That that room has such an Art Deco feel and it's so grand. And sure, it's beautiful. So um, there's the Britannia restaurant. There's the Queen's Grill restaurant. There's the Princess Grill restaurant. There's a Todd English restaurant. Todd English is, is a celebrity chef, okay. and he has his own restaurant uh, all over the country. But on the Queen Mary 2, he has his own restaurant. Um, and it's really nice. Yeah, speci- like a very a, specialty restaurant. Yeah. A la carte. Um, it, it's a la carte. Oh, a la carte. Okay, gotcha. Right, so you order what you want from the menu. Uh, and then there is also the... Golden Lion Pub, where you can get some fantastic fish and chips, just like in England. Inclusive? Uh, it's all inclusive. Okay, yeah. nice. For the listeners who may be considering or leaning towards a crossing, uh, what, how would you sum it up for them? I, I would say if, if you're the type of person who's been there, done that, you've traveled the world, you've been you know, on all the f- fabulous cruise lines, and you haven't done a transatlantic crossing on the Queen Mary 2 yet, it really is a, an absolute must to to put on your bucket list because, again, a transatlantic crossing is so very special. It's unique. It's historical. It's regal. It, there's a legacy behind it, and it's it's worth every penny. Barry Vaudrin, the cruise journalist, with us here on Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for being here, man. Doug, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on your show. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, you can take Cruise Radio with you wherever you go. We have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And if you don't have a smartphone, get the news from our website at cruiseradio.net. Just put your email in the upper right-hand corner. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net.
Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.